Welcome to another episode of Improv Exchange with Leander Young, where we dig into conversations with seasoned musicians to discuss their life, art, and the faith of jazz as they see it. In this episode, we interview composer, arranger, and bass player from Seoul, Korea, Sejin Kwan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impav Exchange. Today, we have Si Jin Kwan with us, actually going live from Korea. Sir, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. No problem. What are you doing over there right now? Is just for yeah. a break? Oh, yeah. Just, just visiting my family. It's been like two, year and a, uh, two years and a half. So, it's been a while that I, like, I visited Korea. So just just chilling. Okay, no problem. So yeah. let's get into how I actually know you. I actually know you from the sequence of Emotions album that you did that got released roughly around the beginning of the lockdown. You were the bass player on that album. Oh, yeah, the Engin, Engin, Engin's album, you were saying, right? And oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot, but could you tell us about the Michael Knapp album? How you got that project going? Why you started it? It's roughly the same people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the I formed a band in two thousand, early two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. In while well, I was in New England Conservatory, and I met everyone. Like it was like there was a one ensemble class we were every where everyone was in except for Jacob Sherman, the tenor player, because he he already graduated. No, actually, he wasn't graduated. Oh no, he was graduated, but he was he was still living in Boston. Okay. Yeah, and I I I, I was like really close friend with them, and then, and then, and especially the pianist Eris Desso, he was like my like practice mate. We were like playing every single day in the school, like every single day. Like we write something new, and then like we ran into each other, and then like oh yeah, let's. Let's try to read this and we're like let's try to improvise in this idea or something like that so and then i met everyone through the ensemble class so and i really there was yeah it just felt like kind of special with that ensemble so i like and i was like writing some sort of like a quintet or sextet music which wasn't like clear at that point like the format but like i was like okay i should i should actually write for this man it's like this is really happening so yeah, and then I formed a band, and I think there, the did you? I'm not sure you you heard of my our first album, the Sweet Chase Reflex. You I mean, it's only in the band. Fine, you know that, right? Okay, <laughs> you're not on all the streaming stuff. That was something I was going to ask you later on. Okay, yeah. So the Sweet Chase Reflex is only in the band camp. I mean, maybe that's why. Okay. Yeah. So. That that was the music I, I wrote in 2019 and formed like bring everyone and that we played like bunch like in like around Boston and then yeah and then it it just felt like every time we were getting better as a as a band like and I was like okay this is this should be like this should become like you know going keep going this is like getting better and better so. That's what it happened. And also Engin and I was like also like one of like really good friends back in NEC in New England Conservatory. And like so he kinda he was he asked me for like, oh, who should I get? So maybe that's why you can see 
very like similar people in the same like two bands. Okay. So I was like, oh yeah, let's let's get like Jacob Sherman and let's get Aaron Dutton, like that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started, and the Micronet is, it's like a kind of like our, it's like what should I say? It, the Micronet has everything that we did in the school, like we what we experimented, what we learned, and what we wrote. I think. Through the years, the only hiccup was like, because it was during the pandemic, like everyone, like some people graduated and then like was a little apart. So it was hard. It wasn't like this. It wasn't the same thing before the pandemic because like we were playing almost at least once in a month or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, but like, I, I, I was like, yeah, just like keep texting them. Like, oh, I wrote new music. <laughs> like, you know, like those kind of like. Just like keep, keep, yeah, you know, keep, keep some, trying to going. keep something, yeah, yeah, keep, keep going, yeah. Interested, yeah. No, that's yeah, cool. and then, yeah, and and also like it, it was like a, actually, except for micro the the in the album track Micronet and Anamorphosis, everything mm -hmm. is kind of written in two thousand around two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty, and then refined over time. Okay. So we we were all kind of used to those music already. We played enough, and and yeah. And then I I was like keep refining the music, and then like, oh, okay, now this is this is time for us to really record all these compositions. So that's how the micronet is made. In a more like what should I say? You know, in a more school, <laughs> what should I say? The member 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 perspective. Yes. And if you want to hear more personal thing about the Micronet, maybe maybe you can do it later. I don't know. Oh, you can do it now, but keep going. Yeah, keep going. Keep <laughs> okay, going yeah. Why are you gonna change keep the going. topic yeah, to yeah. go back to the topic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So so Micronet is like for me, like I, I think I was always hooked up with like some kind of like nonlinear random stuff. A random nature or you know, <laughs> something like that. I mean, I think I have to say in a different way. So, like, I came to United States in 2016. Yes. And, uh, and I, this is maybe a little cheesy, but like, I had a girlfriend back in Korea. And then we, we started long distance when I came, came to the United States. <laughs> okay, you, you gotta, you gotta. Let me finish the story. <laughs> I so mean, you, it's kind okay, of cliche story. Yeah, okay, okay, uh, yeah. Let me go finish the story. Uh, I was gonna tease you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so it's it's a pretty cliche story. So, like, it become a long distance, and then, like, you know, like, I wasn't sure when I when I'm gonna go back to Korea, and like, there's like maybe she might come, but also no any like no promise. For that too. So, and then we broke up after six months. Hey, you lasted longer is, than I would have guessed. <laughs> okay. So, but the thing is, like, we, I think, I mean, I don't regret anything about this, but like, uh, what should I say? It, for me, like, all these kind of like accidents or events that I experienced, I, I, I think I always tend to see it as a more random like luck. So the thing is, you know, all these events or like accidents that are kind of critical to me, like I felt like a more like a random, like random luck. 
I kind of felt like always. Mm-hmm. And I think, and also, so I'm, I'm not sure you might know. So I, I was a computer science engineer before I came to United States. Your parents must have hated you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you left sure. computer science <laughs> to become a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. so the thing is, like, <laughs> keep going yeah. this gets better and better for me at least go <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the thing is so in the in computer science you know all the like science field there's like a lot of theories theories about random mm-hmm. thing in the random I, I think I remember like the white noise is one of the example of the randomness in the real life hour. And I, I think I, what I, what I remember is there's like one theory that if you change, like, let's say if you turn on the light in your house, like, or something like that. So it's like, you know, you're, there's no lights and then you go to the, like this from zero to one on the spectrum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in that between states in, signal processing or computer science field they call it as a as a transient state and it's there's a white noise happen a white noise happen in that in that state and it's like when when things are changing in the in the science like there's very extremely short moment where all everything like occurs and that's the random Does that makes sense no it makes sense to me i get the theory <laughs> behind it Cause that's some things you yeah. do in the album. So, it's just quiet. You have to know, like the opening track. Let's just go there. You have a whole bunch of quiet noise, a lot of fills. Then all of a sudden, the horns are in. Bam. So yes, I yeah, yeah. You. I mean, like everything is kind of like everything is kind of like that. It was like, oh, I want, I want to deal with some kind of like non-linear changes. Mm-hmm. So like it, maybe it, it. So and also like sudden shifts between free improv to like very written out competitions. All these are like, what should I say? Like maybe sometimes linear, sometimes non-linearly like, like coming out in the sudden or something like that, you know, like those are like something I was always thinking, like mix of like everything, improv and competition, both extremes or even in between. So, I mean, I I don't think I, I really realized everything, you know, like the way that I really imagined. But like in some level, I think I I I like I like the result of our, our album. But so that was it. Like Muadib is like something about our the dealing with the changes, dealing with the changes and making some noise and like also all the all the compositions do, deals with like ah uh, you want to like ignore the written written parts maybe re- ignore it. <laughs> no, that's good. or something like that. Okay. Now I just, yeah, but like okay, keep going, keep going. I'm sorry. Oh no no oh, okay yeah so the so everything was like kind of like if you see the charts like a lot of things are very written out and and I think we always try to rehearse to really read everything super exact and like we try to become like like what should I say get used to it in some level but at the same time try to ignore that in a playing situation. So that that like that all the, that whole concept was like buried in the whole process, and yeah, 
so so Wadiv was about the changes, like, and then Micronap was about the was about including. I think Micronap was the initial idea of the Micronap was about like the whole band becoming more like a drum. So, so I, I I give like oh make this kind of noise. <laughs> Like, I mean, everything is pretty notated, but like, make this kind of noise. <laughs> like, and it's not about melody, but like, it's more like a rhythmic, but like, you know, like drum can be like drum, some drummers will scratch something or like, you know, making some like, harp, like, what should I say, overtone, making noise on the, making overtone on the, what should I say, the, the cymbals or something like that. Like, it was kind of like similar thing, the way I, I, I was trying to like channel how the drummer will play the drum mm-hmm. on the microphone. Okay. Right. Keep. Yeah, keep going on. Or yeah, yes, it's, yes. Keep telling me about <laughs> it. Why keep asking? <laughs> no, no. I was, I was like, you know, just, just wanted to, yeah. And the anamorphosis was so anamorphosis has like bunch of like different tempo going on inside. Like, and it was about like, as I said, like you know, the random white noise has like, it. It's about the layer. So I wanted to create like the as much as hard as hard as. What should I say? Really hard layer piece, <laughs> and that that was like one of the like one of the thing. Anamorphosis. Sorry. So anamorphosis was about that creating a layer, and not just like you know like, yeah, just really hard music. I don't know. Like try it. Like I I, was, I wanted to try. It. Okay. Yeah. So anamorphosis was about the layers creating like bunch of layers bunch of layers and yeah that was about that and yeah rumination was also about one of the like other layer piece but that one i kind of wanted to have like two different things at the same time like little noisy like noise like having like noise elements in the piece but at the same time having like more melodic meditative vibe piece so also having more, what should I say? Uh, like layer of something like noise and melody at the same time. Also, there's like kind of rhythmic layer, and but yeah, something that was my intention about it. And trio interlude, transient. So trio interlude. You know, speaking of it, it feels like everything is kind of like in the same, coming from the same roots and uh, like expressed in a different way. So trio interlude was also about the changes and then also at the same time dealing with the layer. And at the same time, it was about, it was like for me as a composer, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it includes some of the microtonal harmony that I was like working on. Like I was like studying and like I was making like, what should I say, edus or some, some kind of like, so I was trying to like, oh, okay, I want to, I studied this. So I want to, you know, write something about that. And so trio interlude, it was about that. And transient was about my breakup. <laughs> and at the same time, I, I kind of wanted to have like more emotional piece on, on top of all that other different vibe pieces. Okay, question, question. So when you came okay. from Seoul and came to Boston, which college will you go to first? Oh, New England Conservatory. I was only there. I was always there. Okay, you were always New there. New England. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm just curious because I was never a fan of the long distance thing. You telling me there was no oh. girls over there that caught your eye while you were in this relationship? Uh, I mean, so after I I break up with her, and I actually had new other, I met someone else in the school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stay out of that. <laughs> I feel like I'm like <laughs> going in the hole. I don't know. No judgment like that, here, man. Anyway. No judgment here at all. <laughs> Okay, so what actually made you switch your major? Uh, so I think now I'm, I'm a little more clearer. So honestly, I wasn't really clear why I came to school. Because like, if I be a little honest, I I always about think about this. So I started playing double bass on 2015, a year, a year before I, I came to the United States. And... Honestly, I was pretty bad when I auditioned and when I first come, came to school, playing bass, like everything was pretty bad. And I auditioned and like with I, it, it, I didn't even audition for like live. It was just like I sent the recordings and they upset me with a certain amount of scholarship. And I was like, OK, this is happening. Maybe I should go. <laughs> maybe I'm like, I didn't know, like I, I was like that bad. So like maybe I'm talented <laughs> and I came to the school. And then it wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah. And then I had to really be always in the practice room, you know, catch up everything. <laughs> I think it was about like more three or four years, like really just working on the basics and everything. But I think, so the beginning was, I wasn't really sure why I came and it was like, kind of like everything just happened. But now I, what I can say is like, I think I, I was like really attracted to the music, playing, playing music and listening to the music just felt like really special. Mm -hmm. And I think this is kind of related to the, the, the Micronap, Micronap, the concept of the Micronap. Cause for me, like, I think when I was like working in a, as a computer science engineer and like doing all those stuff, I always felt like little void. I would think it'd be the opposite. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was, it, it felt always like super, like very, like, oh, yeah, like that empty, stuff is monotonous, empty. boring as, yes, I agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then like, you know, when, I don't think it, it, ha it happens like, like a lot, but like when you play music, like there's some moments like really special, like really hooks you up. Like it's kind of like you kind of impossible from getting a similar experience from doing some some other thing i think for me so i think that that's like really big motivation and uh like kind of like motivates me and like gives me energy about that i think okay i would agree on that but i'm still laughing at some other stuff deep down inside okay <laughs> well <laughs> actually i'm just curious so be honest with me did your parents be yeah. like okay it was a when you switched over or were they just like nah yeah i mean like so my mother was like really opposed to all this idea and my father was surprisingly like yeah go okay <laughs> he like, yeah he, he was like okay yeah yeah it was just like my father was just like yeah just go and he's still pretty uh, he's not just pretty like i really appreciate like his support 
not in, in the beginning, not just like financially, but like for everything, mm-hmm. like really. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like really like crazy, like, you know, like, oh, I want to go and like, no, no conflicts. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was like pretty smooth. Okay. Then I expected it. Yeah. Okay, so what have you since you're there right now? What is the biggest difference between you're from Brooklyn? You live in Brooklyn now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just use the New York scene versus Seoul, music-wise. Oh. Oh. Uh, so the thing is, as I said, like I started playing double bass in 2015, and I came to the United States in 2016. So I wasn't really involved in the. Korea scene. I mean, I kind of I knew because I was going to all the shows or whatever, you know, like watching like live. Like I, I was going to jazz clubs in Seoul. Uh, the difference. So, but like, so, what I can say will be pretty limited and maybe not true, but what I can say is, I think it's just like. It's always pretty good. There are really good musicians around here, like really talented. I think the difference is just that, what, what should I say? You know, New York, everyone comes from everywhere. And like, there's like, maybe we'll see like, like, so it's just super diverse. I think that's the biggest difference. It's not about like what you like, like if you like avant-garde or like straight ahead, I think which includes this also, this is also including, but like, not only that, but like maybe some people are coming from Israel, some people are coming from Seoul. So it's just like, there's like crash of all that, I think, personality and everything. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So what is a project you're going to work on next? So I'm, I, I made, I, I actually made, I have a new trio I made. With, with a Korean traditional instrument called kayagum, which is a string instrument, kind of similar to the harp, but like not really like a harp, and and with a piano. So it's like a trio: piano, bass, kayagum, and yeah. So that that is one project I'm working on, and there's another one that I'm working on is it's a little smaller version of the sextet. It's going to be quintet with the guitar and piano and saxophone. And then in the rhythm, bass and drum. Mm-hmm. A little more kind of close to the one I, I, I was doing it. But uh, I think, yeah, something kind of in a lineage from that, but a little, what should I say, more experimental, I think it could be in terms of more like, I think I, I kind of want to do more open improv, like free improv, include more free improv along with the more. Yeah. I think the difference will be more improv, <laughs> inclu- okay. like having, yeah. And since you're technically a new bass player, surprisingly, much better. I didn't know you played for like only what? That would be five years roughly. You said 18. You started. No, 15. Oh, 15. 15. I'm so, sorry. Sorry. Eight, eight years. Eight, eight years. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. What is the best compliment you ever received? As a bass player? Yeah. Oh. 
I don't know. Like I, the thing is for me, the instrument was always the hardest part for me. I mean, I think I'm, I'm always getting better. And there's some people I, who, who likes my playing, but they, for my bass playing, it was always little, what should I say? Like, like the slowest part for me, like composition was like coming more faster. Like if I study something and then like try to write something, it was like, people will like it. I can see the reaction a little faster, like in, in, even more earlier stage, but like bass was a little hard. I don't know. Like I'll say maybe bass, best compliment. Maybe I will say everyone said I work hard <laughs> practicing. Oh. But also like, yeah, some, sometimes like, I think I, I heard like, oh yeah, it's kind of textual creative playing, I'll say. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. I can't hear you. No, I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my bad, my mistake, my mistake. But okay, so what made you actually choose the bass then? Oh, okay. So that was pretty simple because I, I think my first, the, the first show I saw was Pat Metheny with the Christian McBride and okay. Antonio Sanchez. Okay. And then Chris McBride, you know. Yeah, okay. It was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah, from that. Okay, yeah. Christian is a like, cool guy. Uh, did you get to at least meet him? Well, I, I went to his show, but I never really tried to, like, talk to him, actually. Okay. Maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, yeah. It's, but, you know, like, he's... Yeah, I still really love like watching him. I mean, obviously, who, who, won't, who won't like him as a bass player? So, okay, uh, I have a question then. So, Christian or Esperanza? Who do you like better? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Christian McBride. Okay, <laughs> it's not, it's up to yeah. you. Just curious. It, it's also like my first, you know, like first impact. Yes. I your phone again. Sound. Uh okay. So let me know. I'm yeah. gonna try to keep like saying. Is it fine? No. Working? Uh fine or I don't know. Hello? Is okay. it fine? Hmm. Cool. Okay, cool, man. Sorry for the yeah, yeah. No, that's okay, I understand. Ladies and gentlemen, he's outside doing this interview in Seoul. <laughs> Literally outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay no problem man so i'm looking forward to the next things that you will come up with so could you at least tell the people how to contact you your website your email where to find your other albums since i didn't know you had a band camp <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i mean first of all i have a website my web my website is tjunkwanmusic.com okay and actually, you can access everything through that. I connected everything from that. But my Instagram, oh, yeah, Instagram.com slash Dijun Kwon, S-E-A-J-U-N-K-W-O-N. And Micron app is in, like, available in all platforms. Yeah, but my first album is not actually, is only in the band camp. But you can also access through the my website. Okay. Well, sir, thank you for joining us with this big time difference. Sorry to, that you had to be outside to do this session. 
No, no, no. I'm I'm sorry for little being outside. I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, everyone. This is the end of Improv Exchange. Thank you. Enjoy your day and try to check out this album. This is actually an interesting one. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Have a have a good night. I have a good day. That's that on jazz. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Improv Exchange. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Also, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Improv Exchange. <laughs>